a bright Saturday afternoon. An hour ago, Chester A. Riley came home with his pay envelope. And since Mrs. Riley has been on her feet doing housework all week, the ever-thoughtful Riley made her get all dressed up and took her out for a big time. Yes, sir, Peg, there's nothing like a good walk in a park. Here, uh, have some more peanuts. Oh, thanks, dear. And when you get through with the peanuts, I got a bag of popcorn in my pocket. And the first popsicle man comes along, he's got a sucker. <laughs> yeah, when I take my little wife out, money's no object. Oh, Riley, my feet are killing me. Let's sit down on a bench somewhere. Well, I wonder where they all got to. There used to be so many benches. Well, we'll come to one soon. Oh, I love this park. It's beautiful. Hmm, be a lot more beautiful if they didn't have a political poster on every tree. Look at that. Isn't that awful? Re-elect Joseph Barton for park supervisor on every tree. Something ought to be done about this. Peg, Peg, leave politics to the politicians. But I think a politician ought to... Peg, why mix into something that ain't your line? Take, for instance, a, a, a delicatessen man. Would you tell him how to run his business? No, because he knows more about baloney than you do. <laughs> And the same thing goes for politicians. It is my business. It's everybody's business. People only get the kind of government they deserve. By last election, you didn't even vote. So what? My one vote don't matter. I just want to be left alone. But if the wrong man gets elected, you won't be left alone. Oh, you're really out of date. Me? Out of date? Listen, when it comes to politics, I'm as up to the minute as the next guy. Then it's about time you took that Hoover button out of your lapel. Oh, that's the only thing I could find to cover up this gravy stain. Oh, there's a bench over there. Hurry up before somebody else gets it. Yeah. Oh, feels good to sit down. Sorry, folks. I'll have to ask you to get up. What? We're taking this bench. What do you mean? You're We're taking, taking all the benches in. This is the last one. Oh, you're having them repainted. Huh? No, junking them. They're closing down the park. Going to build a brewery. <laughs> Closing down the park? Why, this is the only park in the district. Where all the little babies get fresh air? Where all the little boys sail their boats? Where all the sailors... Never mind the sailors. Where all the little boys sail their boats? Don't ask me, mister. Ask that guy on the tree there. Oh, you mean Joe Barton? He's responsible for this? Well, yeah. I wouldn't want to get quoted, but he's the guy behind the brewery. He's in, you folks. Putting up a brewery. It's a good thing I got wind of it. Peg, we got to stop this Barton from getting reelected. Oh, you've changed your mind about mixing in politics. This is different. I don't mind a little grip, but when they tear down a park and put up a brewery, they're getting drunk with power. <laughs> well, you can't stop Barton. He's running unopposed. You mean there's no other... Why, that's terrible. Of course, if enough people get together, they could nominate an independent write-in candidate. An independent candidate. That's it. I'm calling a meeting at our house tonight. But that'd be wonderful, Riley. Yes, sir. We'll nominate a candidate who'll fight for the people's rights. And he won't be an illiterate ignoramus like that Barton. Well, who do you have in mind? Well, (laughs) M-E-E. So that's the fact, fellow citizens. And that's why Joe Barton has got to be licked. So now let's nominate an independent candidate. Any, uh, any suggestions? Fellow citizens, it is a privilege to nominate as our candidate, Mrs. Chester Riley. Thank you. 
Thank you, thank you. And in accepting this number, uh, hey, wait, you... What a revolting development this is.
This ain't the work of kids. This is that crooked machine. That's what I said. I won't stand for it. I'm going over to see Shifty Mike Edwards. The political boss? Yeah, rotten river, am I? Well, I'm going to tell this Edwards off. And when I get through with him, I'm going to get the rat in my plant who squealed on me. <laughs> Mike, that guy out there's been waiting for over an hour. Well, let him wait. I'm busy. Okay. Oh, where were we, Jack? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the Board of Aldermen. Well, uh, nothing to worry about there, Mike. Our slate is as good as in. Oh, except the park supervisor in the 15th. Our man, Barton, has got a chance. Oh, yeah, that Riley woman. That fool Barton and his brewery. Couldn't wait until after the election. Brewery. How did we ever elect him anyway? Uh, we ran him on a prohibition ticket. <laughs> Well, Barton's got to get in somehow. There's only one thing to do. The old standby. You mean, uh, split her vote? Right. We'll run a third candidate to take away part of her votes, and Barton will get a majority. We've got to run somebody just like Mrs. Riley, an independent citizen. Yeah, that'll split the vote, all right. Now, if we can find some big dumb clock who don't know what time it is... Hey, Edward, you know what time it is. I've been waiting here an hour. Well, who are you? Chester Riley, and if you crooks think you can... Ah, that's enough out of you. Let go of me. Come on, come on, outside. Wait, Jack, I'm... I'm surprised at you. Is that the way to treat an independent citizen? Oh, of course, an independent citizen. I apologize. Sit right down here, Mr. Riley. Here, you take my check. That's more like it. Yeah, have one of these cigars. Oh, thanks. Have a few more. Well, thanks, I will. Uh, There, I, I got enough. You may as well take this box now that it's empty. <laughs> now, what can we do for you, Mr. Riley? Well, it's this guy, Barton. Barton! Don't mention that crook's name in this office. Crook? But, but, but I thought you were behind him. Well, we were until we found out what kind of a chiseler he is. You know that beautiful sunset park where all the little kiddies play? Yeah? Well, what do you think he wants to put up there? A brewery. Jack, he knows this boy gets around. He's got a brain. You bet, and it's as good as new. <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Riley, for the sake of those darling little kiddies, Barton's got to be whipped. Ah, uh, don't worry about that. My wife's running against him. Oh, your dear wife hasn't a chance against Barton. Right, Jack? Right. Uh, according to the secret poll we took, Barton's a sure thing. We thought of supporting Mrs. Riley, but it's hopeless. On the level? She, she can't win? You, you ain't lying. You have the word of honest Mike Edwards. I thought they called you Shifty Mike Edwards. Uh, honest Shifty Mike Edwards. <laughs> After all, Mrs. Riley is a woman, and a woman in politics. Yeah, yeah, that's just what I keep telling her. Gee, that's terrible. Barton will get in. Unless we can run an independent candidate, only it must be a man. But where can we find the right man? It must be someone like Mrs. Riley, only a man. Um, Jack, do you have any ideas? No, I just can't think of anyone. I can't either. Maybe you have a suggestion, Citizen Riley. <clears throat> well, the way I see it, we need a man who's intelligent. A man with a head on his shoulders. A man who's a good parent, who understands children. Who's loved by each and every one of us in this community. The next thing I knew, Peg, honest Mike Edwards nominated me to be Barton. Riley, are you crazy? Edwards is the Barton machine. Uh-huh, not anymore. Good old Mike just kicked Barton into the gutter. And now he's getting behind me. Oh, Riley. <laughs> 
Don't you see what's happened? This is a trick to split the vote. All they want is a stooge. And you fell for it and offered yourself as a dummy candidate. I did not offer myself as a dummy. They picked me. <laughs> but Barton's sure to win. Now there are three candidates. No, no, only two. You ain't got a chance. You'll resign, of course. Resign? Mm. Me? Mm-hmm. But the committee... That's out of the question. You'll have to withdraw, Riley. But then Barton will win. Dublin, you don't stand a chance. That's what you think. Hey, Mom, did you oh, my junior. cap? Junior, we'll, we'll use him for a test. Now, now tell the truth, Junior. If your mother and me were both running for park supervisor, who would you vote for? For Mom. Who asked you? <laughs> You're too young to vote. Now, listen, Peg, be sensible. You don't want to run against your own husband. That isn't the point. The thing is, which one of us can beat Barton? Well, you'll never do it. Well, you certainly won't. I ain't withdrawn. I'm throwing my head into the ring. Go ahead. Run. If you insist on a fight, you'll get it. If that's the way you want it, okay, we'll fight it out. We'll let the voters choose who they want. Wife or husband. Mother or father. Beauty or the beast. <laughs> Peg. Hmm? What is it? Talk to me. Riley, can't you see I'm studying this speech? Yeah, you're always studying speeches. What's the use? I told you a thousand times you can't win. Why, only yesterday I took a straw vote and I won. Where'd you take a straw vote? Down at the drugstore. (laughs) I asked everyone at the soda fountain to vote. It was 11 straws for me and one straw for you. Oh, I don't believe it. Well, ask Greenspreckel. I paid him 60 cents for the 12 Cokes. All right. So you'll be elected. Now, let me work on this speech. Let me see. Fellas, what is it now? Let's go to a movie. But I can't tonight, dear. I'm holding my final rally. Since you've got to be in politics, you ignore me. I guess you just don't love me anymore. Why? How can you say that? Well, it's true. A whole week now, you ain't even kissed me once. Well, I've been so busy with... Oh, you don't have to explain. I understand. We're opposing candidates. After all, does Rogers kiss Nolan? Oh, <laughs> You're making a mountain out of a molehill. You say one word about my campaign poster with my picture on it. Well, I haven't even seen it. Even took down the moose head from over the fireplace and hung my picture up. Oh, oh, that's right. Funny, I didn't notice it. <laughs> What's the last straw? You don't understand. It took me 17 years of married life to find out I look like a moose. <laughs> but, Friday, I didn't mean it's that a you good look... thing we're campaigning against each other. Otherwise, I'd never have found out what you really think of me. But, Riley, I didn't... Riley, wait! So, I'm a moose. What's the matter, Pop? Nothing, Junior. What are you typing there? Mom's speech for tonight. Is that all you've got to do? Why don't you go out with girls? You, you, you should... Your mother's speech? Yeah, and boy, does she know how to tell a guy off. Wait, Junior, let me see. Now, let me tell you the kind of a man my opponent is. A man who... Oh, Pop, you can't read this. It's probably... Junior, take your hands away. Oh, no, Pop. You'd better not read this. Uh, Junior, look what I got in my hand. Hey, a dollar bill. Yeah. Look what I'm doing with it. What? You threw it out of the window. Yep. Finders keepers. Oh, boy, that's enough for three movies. Now, let's see what a, a man who has bribed his way through life. Me, a briber. Oh, what a lie. A man who is a fraud, a cheat, and an unprincipled grafter. 
Oh, no, no. My own wife. Oh, that's what she thinks of me. If I knew 17 years ago what I know now, I'd never have said yes when she asked me to marry her. What a life. You trust somebody all your life, and in the end, you get dirt thrown in your face. Who there, Riley? Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell. The friendly undertaker. Oh, I, I didn't see you, Digger. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. Uh, well, what are you doing around here, Digger? Oh, I've just come from the gymnasium, where I attended the weekly meeting of the UEPBBS. UEPBBS? The Undertakers, Embalmers, and Fallbearers Bodybuilding Society. <laughs> Tonight we had a workout with dumbbells. Uh, they say that's very healthy. Oh, it is indeed. In fact, we have a motto. I quote, Take a dumbbell in your hand and swing it willy-nilly, for the hand that holds a dumbbell will never hold a lily. <laughs> uh, the way I feel now, I wish I was holding a lily. Oh, something's troubling you, Riley. Pray tell me. Well, you know, my wife and me, we're both running for park supervisor. Oh, yes, I meant to discuss it with you. If you're elected, I'd be glad to donate some benches to the park. Of course, they'll have a little advertising on them. Advertising? Something dignified. You are resting here through the courtesy of Digby O'Dell. <laughs> oh, that's fine, only I ain't running. You are? No. And here I've been breaking my back, digging up voters for you. You shouldn't have bothered. They can keep their old election. Ah, election. Shaking hands with a politician and then counting your fingers. Rushing to the polls and discovering that some thoughtful thug has already voted for you. Smoking a candidate's free cigar and then being fined for creating smog. I adore elections. They're okay. It ain't for me. Imagine, Digger, my own wife is making a speech tonight against me. She's calling me all kinds of terrible names. Oh, I don't believe it. Your dear wife would never call you names in public. She's got politic poison. She's making a speech this very minute. Riley, suspend judgment. We must go to this meeting and investigate. In our profession, we have a say. You can't be sure of your ground until you go below the surface. Oh, if only I was mistaken, I'd be the happy... Come, come, Riley, we mustn't dilly-dally. We'd better be shoveling off. And so, fellow citizens... Tonight, I won't talk about my husband, Chester Riley. He's a fine, honest man who innocently fell into the clutches of the shifty Edward machine. The real menace to the community is Joe Barton. Let me tell you what kind of a man Barton really is. A man who's bribed his way through life. A man whose record is that of a fraud, a cheat, and an un... Here's the hall, Digger. Well, hurry back. 
Six to win. Look, look, she started. Let's listen. I'm not finished yet. I've studied this man carefully. I know his record. You hear, Tigger, my own wife? He's a man who'd not hesitate to rob the poor. How can she say such a thing? And I have the proof. She found out about the dollar I took from her purse. (laughs) Quiet, right now. And this man wants to be park supervisor. Park supervisor! What does he know about children? He's not even a father. Now that's going so far. <laughs> that I won't stand for. I can Riley, Riley, for heaven's sake, sit down, Please, folks, don't believe her. I am a father. When my Babs and Junior were born, I almost went crazy with worry in the hospital. Ask my wife. She was there, too. <laughs> Will you please sit down? I'm talking about Joe Barton. Joe Barton? He never even came near that hospital. Oh, my father did. Joe Barton? You're talking about Joe... You didn't mean... You, you still love me? Oh, Riley, this is hardly the place to... Of course I do. Oh, don't. Folks, listen to me. I ain't worthy to have a wife like Peg. She's wonderful. Don't vote for me. Don't vote for Barton. Vote for Peg for supervisor. She'll be the best supervisor you've ever had. I ought to know. For years she's been supervising me. And look at the results. So come on, everybody. For she's a jolly good fellow. I forgot to vote. Somebody else voted for me. Well, this proves there's at least one person in this district who thinks I'm brilliant, honest, and clever enough to be park supervisor. Gee, who could have... Oh, Peg, you shouldn't have done it. (laughs) 